This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Compass, a monthly membership program that keeps you motivated during goal achievement. The online portal equips you to track your progress, complete live weekly previews with the Compass community, learn new skills through monthly masterclasses, and enter members-only giveaways. So you got to check it out. Join Compass today at fullfocusplanner.com slash compass. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Courtney Baker, and I'm here with my dear, dear friend, Blake Stratton. Everyone's like, and verbs too, right? And then it's like, yeah. oh, it's just Blake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, verbs is on his sabbatical, so we wish him well. Sometimes when one of our hosts is gone, we'll have a special guest. Mm-hmm. And I've got very good news for y'all listening. Not only do we have a special guest, we have special guests, like a yes. lot of special guests yeah. on this episode. And they are all listeners of this podcast. That's right. This episode is all about you and your genius. Courtney, tell them what's up. Yeah, today's episode, well, I should say our next episode is our 100th episode. Um, And as we've been kind of getting closer and closer to that, we've been thinking of just some fun things that uh, we could do about around celebrating that. And one of those was to get some planner hacks from all of you. Uh, As much as we love hosting this podcast and love all the things around the planner, there's so much of what happens on this show that really originates with you all. You know, we are really, as much as we are sharing tips for you, uh, we are learning from you, especially in the community. And so I'm really excited about hearing and discussing some of these uh, tips that you've all sent in. Absolutely. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to play the audio. We actually captured the audio of a number of you who shared your tips, who were willing and brave enough to share your genius with us. So we're going to play that tip and then really just get through as many as we can. So if you're on here, thank you uh, for contributing. And for everyone else, myself included, get a notepad out if you can and or your planner out, even better. Jot down some of these hacks that you may want to incorporate in your own routine. Oh, and by the way, I always want to give this disclaimer, Courtney, because there are people that don't have the planner that just listen to this podcast because they love the sound of my voice and Uh, also because they like just the productivity tips. So the cool thing is some of these hacks are probably planner specific, so maybe they won't apply to you, but others of them I think are just inspiring uh, Mm -hmm. ways to think about how to win at work and succeed at life, achieve more while doing less, all that good stuff that we love to talk about. So let's listen to the first tip, shall we? My name is Mark Martin. I'm from Anderson, South Carolina. I love the full focus planner. I just started using it a couple of months ago, so I just finished up my first quarter using it. And earlier this week, I set up the next quarter, and I can't wait to get into that quarter. My one hack uh, that I learned from the first time through using it is that my mind 
only sees a calendar uh, in the Sunday through Saturday format. Uh, my, I see the blocks on the calendar and uh, my mind automatically thinks the second one from the left is Monday, uh, etc. So uh, my hack is that this time around I crossed off the days in the top of uh, the monthly calendar and changed them to a Sunday through Saturday format. Um, I love the concept of doing a Monday through Sunday just to work towards the weekend, uh, but for my mind and not getting confused, uh, I adjusted that uh, to a Sunday through Saturday format. Love the planner. Can't wait to my first full quarter using it. Ah, I love that. First of all, I love Anderson, South Carolina. I spent a whole summer in college working camp there. Uh, So Mark, thanks for your tip. This is like such a great tip. And it's not even saying like which way is like right or wrong. He's just saying like my brain has been configured to look at a calendar this way. And he's not he's like, I'm not going to fight against that. I'm just going to make this work for me. Exactly. I think the principle behind this is almost as valuable as the tip itself, which is you're the boss of your planner and you should make it your own for what works for you not the other way around. So thanks, Mark. Let's hear another. Hi, this is Allison Buttenheim from Philadelphia, PA. I have two hacks I want to share. I don't use the rolling quarters exactly the way they're proposed. Instead, I use the columns for projects, academic papers, I'm a professor, grants, service commitments, home things I need to do, and things for myself. And because there's two pages, I do a six-week rotation of those twice during the quarter. The other hack is for step six in the weekly plan. That's the self-care planner. I don't find that as useful for me as using that space to go back and revisit my goals and make some concrete action steps for the week related to five separate goals. Love the planner. It's great. Okay, Blake, help me with this one. So I had to like, as she was talking, I flipped back to my rolling quarters. Um, And guys, for those of you that are listening, and maybe you're like having to picture, you know, picture it too. It's really your rolling quarter sheet is basically just like a spreadsheet. You know, that's basically Mm -hmm. what it is. It's like, it's got a header row and a a numbered uh, column. So she was saying she renames each one of these to like different types of work that she has to do. And then, and then how was she helped me with what she was doing from there? Yeah. Basically what Allison is doing is she's treating rolling quarters rather than a extension of her calendar, you know, to see multiple uh-huh. quarters in one view. She's using it as a project planner for the next six weeks. Awesome. So she is basically, she's labeling the the column and then she's basically listing all the milestones within that category that need to be accomplished. Yeah. I love that. That's a really great hack. Uh, Okay. I might try that out actually. All right. We got another tip here from Aaron Roberts. Let's hear from Aaron. Hello, full focus planner family. This is Aaron Roberts from Louisville, Kentucky. One of my favorite hacks involves the daily task. I shoot for no more than three daily tasks a day. I do those either during the workday startup ritual or the workday shutdown ritual. I found that it can be a good primer to get the day going like a warm-up stretch before a workout or a good closing ritual, kind of like a cool-down stretch from a workout as well. I feel I seek to avoid those during the day unless I've completed my daily big three. 
And if those are just kind of cherry on top uh, bonuses for the day. So that is my hack, the three daily tasks, no further than that. Okay. I love this, Blake. Did you follow this hack? I think so. He's saying okay. he just uses those rituals to to set up his daily big three? No, that's not what he said. Oh. Okay. What he's, what he's saying here is he actually does three tasks in his workday startup and shutdown. And his, oh. it's not his daily big three. He's just using those as like um, what he said, like a warm up. Um, right. And so he he's leaving limits space. those rituals to three to three activities. No, no, not that. He's literally doing three tasks. So the things that you would, you know, on your daily pet page that are like an other task, he's doing three of those in his um, morning startup. And so they aren't his daily uh, big three, but they're just like warm up tasks, like little things that he needs to check off. And he is including those as part of his morning ritual. And I love that idea. I think that's a really great, what I, you know, for me, what I would need to be mindful of is making sure that doesn't uh, like scope creep into, you know, my big three for the day that, you know, it really is limited to that uh, workday startup time. And that's it. Like, even if I don't get all three of those tasks done, I've got to move on to working on my daily big three. Got it. Makes sense. Cool. Let's hear from Jen. This is Jennifer Eckert from Minnesota. I use a variety of colors throughout my planner for different activities. Pink for Bible reading and Bible study group. Red for concerts, vacations, retreats. Orange is for work and uh, business activities for my side businesses. Blue for outside appointments such as doctors and hanging with friends. Brown for household tasks such as cooking and cleaning. Green is for church and for a missions conference I'm a part of. Light blue is for me to in to recharge my introvert batteries. Purple is for homeschool-related activities, including my homeschool group. Light green for hang time with my son. My goals in the front of the planner get listed into a single color, but when I work on them within my tasks, those will be color-coordinated as related to each category above. Blake, I want to see Jen's planner really bad. Yeah, it's like a beautiful mind in planner mm -hmm. form. Yeah, it does. I, it's like really what her hack is, is she's just like visually, she's giving herself visual clues, especially if you're, if you are a visual learner, it is really helpful to color code your planner because it gets you there faster. I know some other people that do this and I think the benefit of it is it's a little bit more thoughtfulness on the front end mm -hmm. for a lot more ease on the back end. Like yeah. at a glance, she could probably look at her monthly calendar or she could look at her daily pages, her appointments and all that. And at a glance, she could have a feel for the day rather than just a simple overwhelm or needing to compute a bunch of lines first. So that's probably the benefit yeah. there. Well, and I would say too, in her instance, it sounds like she has a lot of different activities having a lot of different categories that are, you know, in one day, like some people it, you may not have or need that because you just don't have all the different inputs. Um, so I think for anybody listening, if you're like, I've got just like all these things, um, this color coding hack might be a really uh, neat one to try. Hi, my name is Anthony Navarro, and I'm in Cornelius, North Carolina. And my planner hack is I actually take my uh, full focus planner and cut the spine off with a bandsaw 
and then after polishing it, I take an arc binder punch from Staples, and I actually just carry just one week's worth of full focus planner information with me along with all the other things that go in my arc planner. So I don't have to carry the entire thing with me all the time, just the most relevant week and my goals. So I hope that's a bit of an inspiration to everybody and uh, look forward to being focused on on focus on this. Thank you. I love this tip. I love this guy. When you start off with, I take a bandsaw, I'm like, that's the kind of hack I'm looking for. It's a literal hack. He's bringing (laughs) new life to the word. So you can literally chop your planner Mm -hmm. into smaller bits. Mm -hmm. What a hack that is, literally. Wonderful, Anthony. Thank you for that. And I think for him, you know, that benefit is just even more of a micromanageable focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that we say around here is if you want to increase your power, you've got to narrow your focus. So good job, Anthony. This is Jennifer LeClaire from Awakening House of Prayer in South Florida. And I love the full focus planner. One of my favorite hacks is my daily recurring task list. And I put that right on the side, the far right side of the daily page And usually you would put scheduled appointments there, but because I don't have a lot of scheduled appointments early in the morning, I put my recurring daily tasks, such as updating YouTube or posting in certain social media groups, things I either do myself or things that have to be delegated to various people. So I make that little list and it works really well for me. I never forget to do these mundane tasks or to assign them each day. Another really great hack that I have come up with is called the little three, the daily little three. And that might sound kind of funny. I know we have the daily big three, uh, but I find that I'm very efficient in getting my big three done most of the days. And so I have an afternoon little big three or a little three. And in the little three, essentially it's three smaller tasks that will move my uh, move the bar toward my goals. And, uh, but they're not as, as important as a big three, but they're still important. So it keeps me focused in the afternoon when I maybe get a little tired some days or ready to stop. I think, Oh no, I got these little threes and I'll do those as well. Anyway, this is a great planner. I love it. This is Jennifer LeClaire signing off. That's awesome. I feel like her, uh, daily little three kind of tie in with Aaron's like warm up task. You know, it's like not the most critical thing and everybody's like well aware their priority in the process. Um, but it's a great way to like still knock off some some task, uh, but they never take precedent over that daily big three. Yeah, awesome. Okay, let's hear from Michelle. My name is Michelle Webb and I'm from Denver, Colorado. As a mindset coach, I like to monitor my mindset and implement strategies that give my mindset and confidence a daily bump. To do this, part of my morning routine is to write down how I feel when I sit down to work in the morning. Am I happy? Sad? Is my energy high or is it low? At the end of the day, I do a daily wrap-up that consists of short bullets about my reflections and insights, what I am grateful for, and for the 1% that I will do to improve the next day. Between these two strategies, I have seen a significant increase in how well I work, my ability to take insights from the meetings that I go through and apply them towards my next day, 
and the ability to see what brings me energy and what detracts from my energy. These combined have improved my mindset tremendously, as well as my results. What did Michelle say she does? She's a mindset coach. Is that what she said? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because I don't know what she did. I just felt really calm all of a sudden. I could listen to Michelle all day. I'm like, I honestly just feel very relaxed all of a sudden. <laughs> this is a big one. I hear this a lot. People asking questions about how to do this or how they do this. So thank you to Michelle for sharing how she includes uh, this this practice of bringing the emotional state or the mental state uh, into what you're doing as well as trying to uh, ramp up using gratitude. It's super helpful um, to include in your planner. And it's also a big part of, you know, this is something that I know it's not the topic of today, but our full focus journal is really designed for a lot of that as well uh, because we got so many requests around this topic. So thanks, Michelle, for sharing how you do it. Hi, this is Diana Wu David from Hong Kong. And in my full focus planner, the hack I use is at the end of the month, I go through the notes section and I try to condense the things that I've written. And if they are not interesting or necessary anymore, I actually fold the page up um, just from the bottom. And then the next page, I might fold from the, the top down. And that means that when I am looking for my notes later, I don't have to go through every single page. Um, and it's such a small thing, but it has been game changing as I love to go back to my notes. Uh, and some of them just aren't worth going back to. So that's my hack, and I hope it's helpful to you. Now, Nick, did you put that paper sound in? Or was she, wow, what a producer Diana is to include the folding of the paper in that audio. Um, that's great. I think this is a great hack because there are some advantages. A lot of times people focus on the disadvantages of having a physical planner uh, because they go, oh, well, you know, it's, you know, I like having just everything on my phone or that sort of stuff. There's a lot of advantages to having the physical planner. And one of them is just the ease of quickly just opening up a book and being able to find what you need. And there's a visual component that Diana's added to that, a physical component by making those folds. So I think that's a really creative way because I know, man, at least half my notes are not worth going back to. So I like that idea. Hi there. My name is Stephanie Stoller. I'm from Cincinnati, Ohio, and I have maximized my coil bound planner with a little gizmo that I found on Amazon. It's a bookmark elastic pen holder and it functions as a bookmark. It has an elastic piece that can mark the place that I'm on in my planner. And on the front, it has a pouch with a Velcro closure and I can put my colored highlighters and my mechanical pencils in there so they're always handy. And I just move that elastic each day so that I'm just looking at uh, the day or the week ahead. And it's been a great addition. Thanks so much. That's a great, that's a great tip. Um, and a little Easter egg for everybody listening. Um, we're going to 
make this a lot easier for you in September. Uh, hint, hint. Uh, there may be something very similar uh, along these lines coming that will match your planner. Hi, this is Tim Barr from St. Louis. My planner hack has to do with my weekly big three. I manage a high-functioning team of 10, and after I've completed my weekly preview and then my big three for the week ahead, and I've gotten really clear about what my priorities are, I can then put into an email to my team, which I usually send first thing on Monday morning, and I call it on my horizon for the week ahead. This is not a long email, and it's usually in quick bullet point format and often includes just lifting up some of the meetings, events, and deadlines that are upcoming. But I typically close out by identifying the three big things on my plate for the week ahead, which are typically among the big three that I've identified as part of my planning. Now, the intent here is not to convey that my big three should necessarily be their big three, but instead to help the team get a glimpse into what I'm focused on for the week ahead. And almost always, my big three are relevant to bigger picture program items that help move their work forward. I found this to also be helpful because it communicates and manages expectations about how I see adding value and having impact for the week ahead. I've gotten feedback from members of the team that they find this especially helpful. I feel like that's a leadership hack as much as anything. I mean, it's, so he's, ta- he's taking mm-hmm. a tool from the planner and helping his team. I, I, you know, as, yeah. as someone with a boss, I know you can relate to this, Courtney. It's nice to know what the vision is. You know, what are they focused on? What What's in their mm-hmm. sights? And, you know, it, it's may come across as self-serving if you're listening, but it's truly not because what your team does, and I'm sure Tim's team is experiencing this, is now they know better where they fit. It's like, oh yeah, this is where Tim's focused. I see now how my role is helping contribute to the greater team and direction of where we're headed. So I love that, Tim. Well, and I think that you know, in our last episode, we talked about how to get people to use the planner that you want to use the planner. And we specifically talked about like teams when you're leading people, you know, it's, you don't want to be like, you have to do this. Um, But this is a really nice way of showing, he's showing the importance of this to his team uh, without like micromanaging it for his people. He's, he's, uh, it's, it's a really great leadership hack. I love this one. Hello, my name is Sam Wexler. I live in Boston. I'm actually part of Business Accelerator started in early April and I started using the full focus planner earlier in March, I think. Yeah, I think um, mid-March maybe. And so what have I achieved since applying it? Um, I don't I don't know if I would go through the list of things, but um, I'm definitely starting to achieve my goals more and I'm feeling much happier and in more control of my work. But the specific way that I it's such a tiny little thing, but I love doing it. And I just started it. I wasn't sure what to do, honestly, um, with the, it's in the weekly preview. It's um, after step four, between step four and step five, and it's that weekly calendar. And there's so many ways it could be used. Um, Meal planning is certainly one, but I hate meal planning. So I'm starting to use that to record my gratitudes and what is fun about that is I can then at the end of the week, look back and see all the things I've been grateful for every day. So I'm just doing three gratitudes a day and logging them there. Uh, and I'm definitely using as much of the rest of the planner as I can, although um, I still have some work to do. Thanks. 
Awesome. You and the rest of us, Samantha, we all <laughs> have, have work to do on our own systems, but I love that hack. And I remember Courtney in episode 88, we gave a whole episode to that part of the weekly preview because people have a lot of creative ideas for how to utilize that. And Sam, good good job, you know, utilizing it for good and recorded some gratitude there. I love that. Well, we've got uh, a lot of great hacks have already come in. We have one more for you. This is from Jessica. Hi, I'm Jessica Gasparro and I'm from Sacramento, California. My hack is to pick up my planner every day. Even if I haven't been as organized or I haven't been checking in on my goals, as long as I remember to pick up my book, I will look through it at the very least, make plans for tomorrow. But usually I'll end up getting back on track and planning for tomorrow and doing what I need to do. So I always leave my journal exactly where I know I will see it and be able to pick it up. You have to create an environment where you react and that's where your success comes from, Whether rather than just trying to make it on willpower alone. And that's my tip. That's great. I think it's, it's so simple, um, but can have a lot of power, which are really the best kind of hacks. So hopefully you all have enjoyed hearing some of these and and maybe this has spurred on some new ideas um, that you want to try out. And if you do, if you have some of your own hacks that you're like, oh, people have to hear about this, please uh, join us in the Full Focus community and share it there. So Blake, as we uh, close our 99th episode, what is your favorite hack? Well, I'm inspired by one. I feel like I need to have, you know, like a a table saw in here and just <laughs> make a shape out of my planner. Um, I have one that I literally just came up with during this episode. Do you want to hear okay. it? Okay. Let's go okay, for it. So um, I'm trying to think who it was that was talking about how they, they write um, what they want to do towards their goals in the like Monday, Tuesday in their weekly preview page. And I wrote down that what a question I want to start asking myself during my weekly preview process. So you can kind of see how I got from her hack to this idea. Uh, So obviously in step three, it asks you, you know, to review your annual goals or quarterly goals. Um, And then in step five, you're actually going to set your weekly big three. But I think one thing that might really help me is just to stop for a minute and actually list out... Um, ask myself this question and list out what could you do this week to move your goals forward? Almost like an ideation step of, of what are some things? What would those look like? And those may not be the weekly big three, but it's just kind of a, a, a step of intentionality with my goals um, between those two things. That's an important question and ultimately ties back to the purpose of the planner in general, which is to be intentional with your life, to decide what's important to you, what you want, what are the results or the goals or the outcomes or the feelings or whatever else you want to achieve or do or see and be intentional about it. So I love that, Courtney. And thank you to everyone for sharing your hacks, uh, because ultimately, I think if you can make this your own, then you can really own it. Is that a thing? 
I guess what I mean to say is like, it, it, if you make it custom, you know, you, you have inherently more ownership of it. So、mm-hmm. thank you to everyone who shared, as well as, you know, I know there's so many of you that have amazing hacks、um, that we weren't able to include in this episode. So please share those,、uh, as Courtney said, in the Full Focus Planner community. And, you know, next week, Courtney, it's celebration time because we are hitting、right. triple digits. Yes. And Blake, did you know that we are giving away something special next? Actually, exclusive. We have like an yeah, exclusive Yeah, we are giving away, away Michael Hyatt's Lake House next week on the <laughs> 100th episode. So tune in. You will not want to miss that. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay, that's great. We will、uh, be here next week、uh, with another great 100th episode. That's right. Until then, stay, stay focused. focused. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by Compass, a monthly membership program that keeps you motivated during goal achievement. The online portal equips you to track your progress, complete live weekly previews with the Compass community, learn new skills through monthly masterclasses, and enter members only giveaways. So you gotta check it out. Join Compass today at fullfocusplanner.com slash compass.